Welcome to the Survive to Thrive Radio Network at www.survive, the number two, thrive.net. Times are getting tough for most of us, and being prepared has never been more important. All of our hosts strive to keep you well informed so that you can achieve optimum health in all areas of your life. If you feel that the shows and website are informative, please share this information with your friends and family. If you would like to see certain topics covered, please let us know. Join us on Facebook to help spread the word. You can find the link at the bottom right of the Survive to Thrive homepage. EnterHealth Botanicals is the sole sponsor for this network, providing you not only with important information, but also with highly effective products that produce real results, such as EnterFood, coconut milk powder, liver cleanse, Coco Mojo, Silamarin, NutriCafe, and introducing the new 40-day, 40-night organic preparedness pail, a preparedness supply online day. Supporting EnterHealth supports both this network and your own health. Without good health, we go nowhere. Go to survivetothrive.net and click on the EnterHealth banner on the top right for automatic discounts or call them at 866-762-9238. That's 866-762-9238. You can also go to their website at www.enerfood.com. That's E-N-E-R-F like Frank, O-O-D like dog.com, enerfood.com. A big thank you to all of our listeners already taking the products that Enter Health offers. We truly appreciate it. We thank you for your support and encourage you to listen often to stay informed during these crucial times. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Hawk coming to you live. It's 5-9-2019, live Thursday night show. And this is for my friend in North Dallas, I believe. This is right out of 1 John, chapter 4. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is what, this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come, and even now already it is in the world. So, let me repeat. Hereby know ye that the Spirit of God, every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, is not of God. And that this is that spirit of Antichrist, heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. God bless you, brother, down there, and uh, for reminding me about uh, 1 John chapter 4, okay? 1 John chapter 4. Excellent, brother. And uh, hello to all the good people out there. To my old worn soul drive buddy, 
and all the good people. And let me just say this. Once again, we're faced with all kind of flooding and all kind of severe weather. And uh, I sent Brother Quail up, which is it's on his uh, site, and I sent him last night or in the early a.m. It was 4.10 uh, a.m. Eastern Time, 3.10 in the middle. And I said, look at the huge energy being pumped out of the Arctic Circle. Huge amounts of energy at 4.10 a.m. Eastern. Who or what is under the ice? Hawk. And then Brother Steve said, uh, weather warfare amped up by energy levels not seen before. Now as I go and I click on it right now, uh, you don't see the heavy uh, energy that was being pumped out of the Arctic Circle area. Uh, a bit to, to the north and west of Greenland, to be honest with you, is where it was coming from. And is there a craft there? Is there some kind of ancient machinery uh, beneath the ice? I don't know. But I will tell you this, that the amount of energy was just huge, huge cones coming out. And if you look at that website and if you keep going to it and look at the various domains, the different domains in North America, North Atlantic, East Pacific, Mid-Pacific, West Pacific, uh, Indian Ocean, all the different things, Europe, all the different looks. And if you watch it on a continual basis, you will see it. Now, either somebody turned it off or they uh, they put another layer up there of uh, cover, you know, on the thing. But I think that the attention we drew to it may have turned it off. Because I'm going to tell you what, you're seeing another 10 inches of rain is being predicted for uh, South Texas and, and the areas there. And I'm telling you, uh, even uh, in Lake Austin, uh, Texas, uh, you know, all kind of abandoned cars in Houston's again. And uh, all kind of people without power, all these kind of things. Now, let me ask you something, people. And I'm going to ask you in the sense of the way it really actually is. Oh, here's a Interstate 35 in Kansas closed from the Oklahoma border to the Mulvane exit with Tuesday. The turnpike reopened. That's the entire major road. And incidentally, if you were going to go south from uh, the big red one was going to go south on the road, that's where they would go. Anyway, you've got a situation where this weather is killing people. And you can see it is not the normal weather pattern of the world the way it was prior to Fukushima. What I'm telling you is that the warfare is on. And the total flood fatalities in about the first four months is 43. But here's what I'm talking about. Let me ask you this. If you dropped a bomb somewhere, or two, or three, or, you know, some smart bombs and did some damage, like some, say you're not a nuke, but you dropped mother of all bombs or something, would it do any more damage than all of the tornadoes and all of the flooding that's being there? Do you understand how this is fourth generation, quote unquote, act of God type warfare? Using scalar interferometers, okay, using portable 
scalar frequency generators using all kind of things, tunneling lasers, the putting of the particulates up. I saw them do it up in here. Uh, oh, let's see, maybe uh, uh, last Friday or Saturday or something, and I saw all kind of jets, and it was like the 90s again. There must have been six or seven jets spraying. And what they were creating were like tunnels or corridors. And if you looked at them, you could see, okay, well, they just got lines of chemtrails. But if you really looked at them close, I said, aha, they're building like little boxes or little tunnels. So then they're going to shoot their laser through or shoot their electromagnetic pulse through, pulse it, and then create weather systems. And sure enough, when the rains really started again, over the weekend here, Kansas City up there, I could see, oh, there it is, you know. But this this stuff is going all over Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Louisiana. Now it's going on over into the uh, the southeastern states, and Alabama, Mississippi, you know. I mean, this thing is just going by, 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 by. And when you start getting 10 inches of rain again in Houston over rain where it's already flooding the streets, okay, you're starting to fix to have some problems one more time again, just like it was a year ago. And just like in Jacksonville, I pray that it does not keep going everywhere that it went last year and two years ago. But this is the warfare that's ongoing. <clears throat> this costs the government money. This destroys food supplies and crops, just like we told you in in the central area up there, running through Nebraska and northern uh, Missouri and Iowa and northern Illinois, okay, and Minnesota and places in there. They lost two years of corn and beans. Because why? They had it stored for a better price. In hopes that there would be a higher pricing on it. But they also lost a million calves and hundreds of thousands of hogs. And then elsewhere, there are millions of hogs all over the world dead and piglets from the hog Ebola. The Chinese control most of the pork supply on the planet now. They also own, allegedly own, Smithfield Hams, which controls about 10 or 11 other major pork-producing brands. Hams, bacons, various things. So they control all of that. So I'm telling you is that this stuff is starting to really bite on the bulldog. But you've also got the droughts in California still droughting. And if you look at the West Coast on that mimic, that University of Wisconsin, uh, tropical uh, SSEC, whatever it is, that shows the weather systems and shows the moisture, you will see that the West Coast is being precluded from getting any moisture. Whereas they got tons of snow in the mountains. And I was talking to, uh, let's see, Oh, Crazy Horse up there in the Wasatch. Crazy Horse says the snow melt ain't even begun yet up there. Brother Quail said last week I talked to him that, heck, in, in the in the high reaches of Montana and the mountains, 
The snowmelt's just starting or it hasn't even really got going yet. And yet the Missouri River and the Mississippi River are at high flood stages. And now we're dumping all this rain in it. And flash floods and creeks. Do you not see that this is just like if you shot bombs or missiles at areas of the United States and what it does to the economy and what it's going to mean about the food prices? And I'm going to tell you what. Let me just tell you one more time. Uh, let, let me put it this way to you. Let me appeal to the our natural instincts, so to speak, when it comes to money. Would you like to make a 100% return on your money? I mean, a 100% return. That's kind of outlandish, isn't it? But would you like to do it? And within possibly not too very uh, quick, uh, too long of a time period. Would you like to make a 100% on your money? Well, let's say that we had a can. Let's see what it could be. Let's say that we have a can of chunky soup, all right? And let's just say that I'm just going to use numbers that are uh, approximations right now. The actual price will vary as we go. But let's just say that we've got that or vegetables, okay? Let's pick a vegetable from California, you know, perhaps. But let's just say that due to crop failures and all the kind of problems, you know, with the meat and the, the beef and the pork being in shorter, shorter and shorter supply and that products that are being fed to cattle and fed to hogs like corn, etc., and then like soybeans and things like that are being taken out of the market and that they appear in all kinds of other products as ancillary components of, you know, sauces and all the different things. But if you want to make 100% on your money, let's say that you've got a food item. I'm going to take something like this. Let's say that you've got a 50-cent can you got a 50-cent can of green beans or corn or or uh, something, all right? And because of shortages and wetness of ground, crop destructions, tornadoes, all of those kind of things, what if you found that next year it was a dollar instead of 50 cents? For that can of green beans or the can of corn or what if the $2 can of chunky soup was $4 next year? If you buy it now, do you not think <clears throat> that you might get 100% return maybe on your money? Had people have listened even back when just I started on the air, which is, oh, well, that's 2004, that'll be 15 years this summer. Had you have bought, <clears throat> excuse me, had you have bought ammunition <laughs> back then, all right, 
let's say, 22 long rifle. And you have it today. I saw uh, on sale in uh, Bass Pro's recent flyer, they had some uh, pretty good uh, 22 long rifle ammunition. It was 625 rounds for $79. Okay. <laughs> now, old timers will tell you, oh, my God, what are you shooting? Uh, you know. Match grade 30-06, you know, you see what I'm saying. But had you back in the early 2000s bought ammunition in bulk, do you realize how much you might have made on your money since then in terms of the investment? If you would have bought gold and silver when Brother Quail was screaming his head off on the radio, when... Silver was about uh, $5 an ounce. Yeah, 5 For all the new kids on the block, it was down about 5 or in the high 4s. And uh, let's see, I forget what the gold was then, but it was uh, maybe... Uh, gold may have been about uh, 450 450 or 550 bucks an ounce, something like that. And Brother Quail told people, he said, you need to buy, buy, buy. And nobody bought. Some people did, but not many. Not as many as wanted. But then when it went sky high, and we were approaching, uh, you know, we were close to 20 on the silver, and uh, uh, we were really up there on the gold, okay, and the platinum and the palladium. That's when people bought, all right? But then it's gone down some, but I'm still going to tell you that all that's artificial because what we've got going on right now is the future is being decided. You've got the red Chinese who have basically been put into place by the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and all of the EIEIO Luciferians who work for them, all right, and all of the crap and the Bush family that, you know, uh, used to own part of the Shanghai Country Club, you know? And that was involved with the Lee family and all the Illuminati this and Illuminati that. And Nixon and Kissinger, Heinz Kissinger that opened up China, you see. And the idea was initially it was that, oh boy, they got a billion people. We can sell one billion Frigidaires to them or one billion Fords or Chevys or, you know, what have you. But you see, that never occurred because what they made you do is you got to make it over there. They had a tariff on American goods. At the time, they had 10 cent and 25 cents per hour labor. And I recall Armand Hammer back in the 80s making a deal with the red Chinese government for coal mining to guarantee for a 10-year period a 25 cent an hour wage. <laughs> Wasn't that something, you see? Of course, you had to bribe up. The other thing that people don't understand about the red Chinese is that the red Chinese military, the People's Liberation Army, is who owns, along with a few of their oligarch families, 
those are the people that own all of the factories, and those are the ones, allegedly, that Walmart and people are 50, 48, 47% partners with, with the People's Liberation Army, you see. All of the people that are owning factories in China really don't own the factory. They own less than half of it, and the People's Liberation Army is their partner. So when you see in these trade wars, and President Trump is right, when Boeing went over there to make a wiring bus assembly line, for guess what? Wasn't it the 737? They had to give them their intellectual property and all of their trade secrets of how to manufacture it because that plant was being built over there. And then isn't it interesting that now we've got 737 aircraft with problems possibly from Chinese chips, okay? Building stuff where you can drop stuff out of the sky, okay? So I'm going to tell you, you start thinking about buying as much canned food as you can get. And, uh, you know, if it all just comes back to Pollyanna, you know, Pollyanna comes down with her southern uh, bell dress or something and her big hat, pretty, with her umbrella, and says, well, now it's Pollyanna time, let's party like it used to be, and everything is just fine in America. If that happens, which Lord Jesus says is not going to happen, by the way, not until he returns. But if that happens, you can just always donate your food. I don't know how many people I know that donated all of their food after the Y2K was over. They donated all their food. They donated their generators. Some even gave up uh, some of their guns or sold their guns. And the whole nine yards. And those people, all of them, <laughs> wish they'd have kept it. But I'm going to say this. If you do not have three and a half years of a hardcore tribulation, food supply, then that is something you might aspire to. And the way you do it is by getting one more day's ration for you and your family. One more day. You do it like Mina. I'm hearing from my friend Mina down in, the, in Florida. Mina has got a garden she put in. She can't believe. This is Mina who's come back. She was knocked out of her house by the flooding in Florida, you know, back a couple years ago and went through nine shades of you know what. But she always said, you know, I had my cans of chunky soup and I had the hot pad. I was living in a motel and in a car and with my kids and with the neighbor and all these different things. But I always had me a can of soup to cook. Now, she lost a lot of boxed food. So if it was canned, you could see you could possibly have withstood that, you see. But she lost a lot of boxed food. But now she's got a garden you can't believe. And then God bless her family because they built a wonderful chicken coop. And she now got chickens and she's going to have eggs and going to have meat in the future when them hens stop laying. And then all over in the old stagecoach stop in Cirilla and Iowa, I know you got gardens going. But I did talk to some people, and it's too wet. I'm still too wet here. 
which is amazing because we're deep into May, you know. We're getting on towards the Ides of May, you know, not the Ides of March, but the Ides of May. Consequently, you also find the farmers have not planted. Now, hopefully, the wet weather will help the harvest eventually in June and July of the Kansas wheat. And wheat in Nebraska and some in North Texas and Oklahoma, etc. And let's hope that the wheat doesn't get lost. But we'll have to see that as we progress towards... In Kansas, June, July is when the uh, harvest starts. And then it goes from earlier from Texas on up Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, and on up into the Dakotas and up into Canada, etc. So the fact is is that if you want to earn that 100% on your money, if you put it in canned food, and there's things that you could get in cans, and dehydrated or freeze-dried is excellent. Long-term storage food, the shelf life, you know, is usually 20 years, that kind of range, 20, 25 years. Uh, it probably lasts longer than that, but I'm going to tell you what, the fact of the matter is you would see a drop-off on any of it after a period of time. But uh, I know Brother uh, Bo Greitz years ago, he had stuff that was real old, and he uh, used to cook it. He said it was perfectly fine. But take that to the Lord in prayer and also check with anybody, and uh, the old smell test is always the case. Canned goods have been, if the can is not exploded or blown up or has kinks or creases or cuts or, you know, is not when you open it, it ain't turning black and gooey and everything. Still probably has food value out further than what they say. Obviously, on top of the can, the date is the date that they can guarantee the date that they can guarantee 100% of the nutrient content that's listed or the RDA is listed on the side of the label. And that's all that date is about. After that, you'll get a certain percentage, maybe annually, and maybe not much, maybe a little more than much, depending on how you store it, if you're in a nice, dry, cool place, okay? And not a freezer or refrigerator, but just something that's dry and cool that you may get a lot longer time period. There are canned meats like Yoder's. Yoder's bacon is tremendous. All right. You get the rolls. They have a roll of bacon inside a can, and it's already cooked. If you can just heat it up, you're good to go. They also have beef chunks, chicken chunks, turkey chunks, pork chunks, okay? And Yoder's claims basically that their stuff probably is about at least 15 years in the can, but then they go on and say, if the cans are not dented and there's no explosion or puffiness or puffed out, that there may be longer life for that as well. So I'm telling you, that's the way you do it. Now, if the uh, 
What's starting to happen, did you see the Holmby Hills, which is a wealthy area, fairly wealthy area in, in uh, L.A. Metro, where the guy had thousands and thousands of rifles, okay, and thousands and thousands of rounds of ammunition, and they confiscated it, you see, under a tip that he allegedly was selling an assault weapon to somebody, okay? Well, you could sell an assault weapon. That doesn't mean fully automatic. But you could sell an assault weapon, a say an, an AR-15 style rifle, M4 style rifle. And if you had one and it was yours in most states, you can sell it to the guy across the street, for you know, and uh, he'll buy it. And uh, that's perfectly legal. But the ATF, you see, is saying, oh, well, we've never seen a blah, 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 this big, and oh, blah, 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 it's in L.A., and it's in Holmby Hills. <clears throat> I still haven't seen any evidence that this guy actually broke any law. But they didn't like the fact that he had thousands of firearms and thousands and thousands of rounds of ammo. So what does that tell you? What does it also tell you that in one of the states that did the red flag laws about gun confiscation without due process of law? It's Colorado. Okay? In Colorado, where many of the sheriffs said they would not enforce that red flag law. The red flag law says basically your third brother's uh, ex-wife's cousin's mother-in-law says that you're a danger to yourself with firearms. And then they go to the sheriff and they take all your guns and you don't have any kind of say about it. And they're going to come and hit you to certain point. We'll be back in a minute, Doctor. Hello there, and welcome to the bottom of the hour. This is Darren Craddock for Inner Health Botanicals, sole sponsor of the Survive to Thrive radio network, bringing you the Hawk on Thursdays and Fridays, Nurse Amy and Dr. Bones on Tuesdays, and myself with Total Health Freedom on Mondays and Wednesdays. We are all here to keep you informed and tell you more about how to stay healthy and aware. We talk on staying well naturally, being prepared, growing your own, and more. With the right tools, foods, and information, we give you the kind of truth that will set you free. Please support our network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm going to tell you what, long-term storage food, the 40-day, 40-night pails... Excellent buy, organic, high-quality food from Inner Health Botanicals, and also the Inner Food and the other meal replacement powders that will give you the basic nutrients you need each day by drinking a shake or two, the basics, I'm telling you. 
So if you're hiding in a cane brake from a man or a, a dog you can't seem to shake, you're going to need something, you see, that's going to keep you with your energy up so that you can run or hide or fight, all right? Consequently, the inner food or the meal replacement powder or the 40-day, 40-night fails, you can go to innerfood.com, E-N-E-R-F-O-O-D.com, or you can call them up and always tell them Hawk sent you, and even when you order on the Internet, uh, be sure and put the comment box, Hawk sent you, 866-762-9238, 866-762-9238, and you tell them old Hawk sent you, and you want all the discounts you're entitled to for the specials and all of the uh, quantity discounts and all of it, ask them all about it. And consequently, ladies and gentlemen, food it's going to be important. Now, uh, let me just take one time. I didn't get this in good the other night. Let's all pray right now. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will go to Mary in the Texas Panhandle, who is in great need because of an infection that's entered her bloodstream. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would go in and you would remove all of the infection throughout her entire body and throughout her blood and restore Mary. Restore Sister Mary in the Texas Panhandle. Restore her to full health, Lord Jesus. And thanks for uh, Brother Ken for bringing that to my attention. And uh, I got it in late the other night on air, and I wanted to do this again. So everybody say a prayer for Mary from the Texas Panhandle. And there's so many other people out there that need assistance and need help. Uh, I try to let you know when I hear about them and different items, but uh, I can't include everybody and everything, but certain ones I just, the Lord speaks to me about it and I bring it out. Now, let me say this. You want to keep old Hawk on the air, hitting the Lucy right between the eyes with the ball bat and doing the best I can with what the Lord has showed me and with what my deep background sources and the research I do tells me about how to let you know. And you're the remnant. You're those that have eyes to see and ears to hear. You're not the general public if you're here. And if you're new to this game, then let me just tell you, if you're new to this radio broadcast, then probably, let me just say this, you probably are the Lord Jesus's specialist. You're the Lord Jesus' leader in your area of the country. You are remnant people. You're going to be what is left. A, number one, you've got, you've got yourself straight with the Lord Jesus and our Father in heaven. And if you don't, then get on your knees, repent of your sins to Lord Jesus, and then ask him to come into your heart and be your Savior, and he'll start to wash you clean. And you'll have everlasting life with him in heaven if you believe on him, and if you repented, and you'll start to feel it, and start to look at all the other wonderful gifts he's talked to you about, told you about, like he's given you dominion over serpents and scorpions and over the powers of the evil one. 
He's told you that if you had the faith the mustard seed, you can tell the mountain to move and the mountain will move. He's told you. In John 14, okay, the things that he does, you're going to be able to do also. And if you don't believe that, then go and read it. And get out of the big church that's telling you that you need to bind with Islam. That you're their allies the same as, as, as your Lord Jesus or God. No. You got a moon God who was an amalgamation of several. All right? And I'm going to tell you what. The brother told us at the beginning of this show when I read it. First John 4, verse 2, and you read that, and you'll understand that all the Chrislime types and all of that are full of baloney. But be that as it may, you want to keep old Hawk on the air, and I pray you do. Any assistance is most welcome and most needed. It can be Federal Reserve notes. It could be silver dollar, uh, silver quarter, ounce of silver. Could be uh, gold. Could be a check, money order, whatever. Make it out or send it to Hawk, H-A-W-K, 3965 West 83rd Street, number 356, Prairie Village, Kansas, 66208. Hawk, 3965. West 83rd Street, number 356, Prairie Village, Kansas, 66208. And may the Lord Jesus return it to you 10,000 fold. And God bless them old people up Mars Hill and all them old Maine maniacs and Massachusetts people and all the wonderful people in Texas who are getting rained on and my other Kansas and Missouri buddies all the different ones in the flood zones and all the good folks in Nebraska. Yatras, all those places in Iowa and uh, just all the different people I can think and I can see out there and I know that you're strong with the Lord Jesus and he's strong with you and that you are going to be the leaders in your area when the time comes that will stand up for the Lord and stand against the evil hordes that come. And they're coming. We're starting to see them awaken them. And I was talking about the Colorado and the red flag laws. And here we have again a school shooting where we have some heroes step into the game and tackle these suckers and take them down. They lost their lives, and others were wounded, you see. There's loss of life, but I'm going to tell you what, they prevented a whole lot of problems with a lot more people. And then do you see the 18-year-old kid who's the shooter with the pink hair? He hates Christians. He hated Trump. He hates Christians because you know about the Bible and what the Bible says about being queer, Okay. And so he gets somebody, allegedly a female, that's a minor, and they take guns in through the middle school doors 
allegedly in a guitar case because the middle school didn't have metal detectors. Well, of course they should have them if they're co-joined all the schools that have metal detectors everywhere. If they're going to do it right. But the fact of the matter is, isn't it interesting that here you have a state with the red flag law that says third, you know, your ex-wife's brother's mother-in-law's third brother's cousin's barber can say that, oh, they're endangering themselves with their guns and they threaten people and stuff. Even though you haven't done diddly squat against anybody except a bad guy that may have come to your house at 2 o'clock in the morning. Or somebody that tried to jump you in a parking lot as you're getting out of a restaurant or coming home at night from work. But the fact is, they can go and say that to the cops, and the cops come with a no-knock warrant. are going to come down and break your door down and put you on the floor with a machine gun to your ear and your family and your kids and everybody. How do I know that? Because I know that there was a CIA retired CIA agent that lived a couple streets uh, and just not too far from where I live. And he was taken down in the middle of the night by sheriff's deputy because his kids bought grow lights for a school science project where they were growing hydroponic tomatoes and hydroponic vegetables in the basement for a school science project to show about hydroponics, growing vegetables in water with grow lights at night and all that kind of stuff. And they busted through the door with with, uh, MP5s and all kind of this, and they put a boot on his throat and put the gun right in his face. And they throw his wife down on the ground or on the sofa and took the kids, threw them down on the ground, and everybody had a gun in their face, and they searched that place, and all they found was hydroponics and grow lights for the tomatoes and the or the what other vegetables that were growing in the basement for the school science project. So you don't think that stuff happens? It's going to happen, particularly if you get... And there's a strong possibility you might get a socialist president here pretty quick. I know it looks like Trump can win, all right? But who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? Because, you see, uh, uh, 19 out of 20 radio, television, newspapers are telling you the anti-Trump stuff. And the anti-Christian stuff. So in Colorado, isn't it weird that all of a sudden we have another one? We had one, you know, in Aurora. The Joker man, the weird red-haired kid, right? Well, now we got another pink-haired kid. You remember all of that? You remember how there were other footprints? And I still say... That it's interesting that they were looking for the third shooter, possibly, or a third accomplice in this deal. And, you know, they looked and looked and looked, and then all of a sudden they quit talking about the third person. But in the 
the Joker man, the Batman guy with the orange hair and the goofball eyes, the same like the one that uh, shot Gabby Gifford in Arizona outside of the grocery store and all that, he had allegedly had a handler that people saw him talking with in the little uh, drugstore outside the grocery store before he went and shot up uh, Gabby Gifford and her people. But they're coming to want to take the guns, and they will use MK Ultra mind control type things. And also the devil, do you not think that the devil would like to see every Christian disarmed so that his minions with the guns could then chop your heads off in an attempt to kill all of you so the devil could try to steal your souls, you see. And to get rid of those that are with the devil's adversary, which is our Lord Jesus, because the devil wants to try to counterfeit Jesus' Savior quality, and he ain't going to do it because, Lord Jesus, I'm going to tell you, there's power in the blood of Jesus. So isn't it interesting that all of a sudden this happens, and Douglas County also, where this was at, which is also right near uh, Aurora and also right near uh, the original shooter where the Goths, they were Goths also, weren't they? Columbine. They were the two Goth kids, one of whose daddy was an FBI agent. And I also find it interesting is that the security guard at this school was from a security firm that was founded by one of the original people, law enforcement, that entered Columbine. But if you remember Columbine, they let him shoot the heck out of Columbine, and they let him go for a long time before they even entered it. And that's why they have the go to the sound of the gun stuff now and go in and try to take the shooters out. So I wonder about that connection. I don't know if there is any. But I'm telling you, this kid had on his car, you know, the pentagram, 666, and all this stuff. You know, F this, F that, F the society, and all of these things. And there was stuff on the Internet. There was stuff everywhere about him. So then they tried to turn it last night, I guess, at the vigil. For the dead and the, and the, and the wounded at the school and the Democratic Congressman Bennett and ever, or Senator who's running for Senate, for, 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 con, uh, running for, uh, President now, I guess. And then the Gabbard's people, you know, not the Gabby Gifford, but the, uh, but the Brady's. And I used to know somebody who used to party with the Brady's when they were in Centralia, Illinois. And uh, they didn't have any problems shooting guns or firearms or anything back then. But a mind control subject with ties of his family to the Bush family shoots Reagan and Brady, and all of a sudden, they got to take all your guns away. Now, 
first thing I would tell you to do at this stage of the game is you see the writing on the wall. If you do not have a firearm, you should go out and get three if you can. If you got any money, get three. If you got only one you can get, I would get a 12-gauge pump shotgun. And I'd get at least several hundred rounds of different things. From birdshot, number four buck, double-odd buck, and some slugs. Get a Mossberg, a Remington, a Winchester, just anything that's good. You can get a used one. You usually get a fairly good used one in any gun store. Or see it at a gun show. Or see it in your local trade and shot, trade paper or something. But ask your grandpa, ask your uncle, ask your brother-in-law. If you got a little more, then I would get a, a good pistol. 45 caliber, 40 caliber, 9 millimeter, whatever it is you want. Or a revolver. If you're going to get a revolver, I would get a 357 Magnum. It'll shoot the 38 special. Or the 357 gives you flexibility. And then I would also then get a rifle. If you could only afford one rifle and didn't have a lot of money, I would say to you, I would get a 22 long rifle. Because that would allow you some distance with a scope. And believe me, a headshot with a 22 will do it just fine. But the fact is, if you can afford a little bit more, you can get a 223 platform or you can get a 762, but 39 Mac 90 or Mahdi or AK variant, semi automatic, of course. Or you could also get a, uh, a good sniper type rifle. But get what you can and get it now. And it's not illegal. And they stated on air that, well, just because this guy had all these guns doesn't mean that the guns are illegal. They're alleging in Holmby Hills, you see, that, oh, a, a secret, uh, you know, secret, uh, uh, informant uh, said that he may have sold a gun to a, uh, a gang member. Well, with all the weapons this guy had and all the ammunition he had and all the money that gangs have, he could have been loaded the entire arsenal at one time to the cartel boys, okay? Or to the Nortes or the Sueños, okay? That's north or south, okay? In California. M.A. Norteños, Sueños, you know? Or to the Crips or the Bloods or any of them. And to those Mongols whose patch has been depatched. Or the Hells Angels, they'd have bought it all. So the guy, I don't know if he's stocking up as an investment. He probably was, but I'm going to tell you what. What he actually did is not illegal from owning those guns and the ammunition. So you can have yours too. But that's designed and that story is designed to try to scare you out of getting them. And then they take Colorado with the new red flag law, which has no 
due process for the person who owns the guns. In other words, you own the guns, somebody alleges that you're a danger to somebody with those guns, and then they don't come and uh, inform you that they're going to come to your door. They're going to come heavy, bust your door down, put you down the ground, and take your guns. All on the say-so of somebody's third cousin's brother-in-law's mother-in-law of your ex-wife, okay? Or ex-husband. So consequently, you better, as well as food, you better get firearms. Now I'm going to tell you what. Um, the incredible, I've sent to some of you out there, uh, uh, some of the stuff of, uh, 1980s look, um, or early 2000s look about 1980s, about, uh, black budget, anti-gravity craft and that kind of stuff. I sent it to, to some of you that, uh, email me. But I'm going to tell you, the Star Wars stuff and the space stuff is getting ready to come out pretty good. Here, the Raytheon company has successfully shot down multiple drones using its advanced high-powered microwave, HPM, and mobile high-energy laser. They call that HEL, H-E-L, weapon systems. So they got an advanced high-powered microwave and also a mobile high-energy laser weapon system. They have it mounted on all-terrain vehicle, a Polaris uh, MRZR-4 all-terrain vehicle. And the system is extremely powerful, you see. It's an electronic warfare system. The HEL and the HPM give frontline operators options for protecting critical infrastructure, convoys, and personnel or for killing Christian patriots in the field, you see. Now, they're also getting ready to mount these on F-35s. They've already got them mounted. But they've had this kind of weaponry for a long time on the TR-3s, the TR-4s, the Timberwolves, all the different stuff that's out there, the um, the Solar Warden craft, all of these things. The diamond-shaped crafts. And anyway, it was kind of interesting because uh, uh, this guy was talking about and he was an artist and he had been hired to do renditions of these certain spacecraft. And he was talking about something, a diamond-shaped craft he had seen and uh, that it flew in the 80s, 82, 83, and it was covered with these tiles and it had what's called a linear aerospike engine. And that's the ones where they used to run it full out, you know, but it was so hot that it was melting part of the tiles at the back where it came out the exhaust. So then they started pulsing it. And you go, pulse it for 10 seconds, and then that was like, poof, poof. And you saw, instead of a contrail, you saw poof contrails, like like puffing on a pipe or blowing smoke rings, uh, Somebody with a cigarette or something blowing smoke rings, okay? And all of that, you remember seeing and hearing about that in the 80s. And people used to see that in Nevada and in Texas and California and different places. Uh, also throughout the, uh, the Midwest where you would see them come across in the, in the open country. 
and they could cross the nation, boom, lickety-split. But I also know that I've seen other stuff that in the 50s, at Wright Pity Pat, that they had disc-type aircraft that also had a linear, uh, like a bomber frame on it, or uh, chest, not chassis, but a bomber body. But then with the disc around it, they had discs back then that were going Mach 15, okay? They could get out of the atmosphere, you see. Well, they've got stuff that can go speed of light or better. they got stuff they put on the button here. You set the rubber band for over there. You push the button, and it jumps, okay? And it jumps clear through onto the other side, all right, of the solar system or the galaxy or wherever you want. But Brother Trump has got to bring these out. President Trump needs to bring this stuff out. And they need to do a little display of it, you see? Now, let me tell you what I learned before I got on the air tonight. Deep background, uh, sing intelligent type people. The traffic is up and it's all on the U.S. airwaves. It's all on the U.S. freaks. It's standing by for traffic and some of the old boxcar types and, uh, people like that are out there standing by for traffic, ready to rock and roll. It's up, their commands up over the United States, in the Middle East, all over the different continental parts of the world. And they're all standing by for traffic and ready to rock and roll. Now, Pompeo, I was told, uh, he went to uh, Iraq, supposedly to talk to the Iraqis. He also went there to talk to our commanders and also people that are our top generals, admirals, from Bahrain and Qatar and what have you, and in Iraq. And he talked to all of them about what's going on and what he did, uh, from what I understand, allegedly, is to give all of the orders necessary to rock and roll and to light the Iranians up if they even frickin' blink, okay? Or the Russians or anybody. They're gonna go rock and roll if they have to, and both met with the CIA and all of those people the last day or so. So don't go into their Luciferian night without a fight. Stand up for the Lord Jesus. Ask your family, work your house, and your goods, and your food. Mighty men and women of valor, use your high technology to hope against Lucy's red guy. Double first. Iranians, Russians, anybody who wants to come against Lord Jesus, the United States, Miller Heights, Constantine.